אך אני מקשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים האמיתים שבורנו, לכל הצדיקים האמיתים שוכני עפר. קדוש עם אשר בארץ המה ובחד הרבנו הקדוש צדיק יסוד עולם נחל נובע מקור חוכמה רבנו נחמן ונפגל. נא נח נחמן נחמן מאומן זכותם תגן עלינו ועל כל יצחד אמן. So ברוך השם, today we start section 5 of Torah 38 and we're gonna, today it's gonna be a shorter lesson בעזרת השם. We're gonna go all the way up until section 6. So בעזרת השם, let's hop right into it. עוד ה'. So the last section we just talked about was how to rectify speech. And we said it's through the Torah that one studies at night. And I forgot to, to read this earlier. But um, look over there if you want to read it. Um, the little asterisk Rabbeinu brings down when it talks about right at the beginning of section 4. When he says, There's an asterisk over there. Look at the Priyat Chaim that he brings down over there in Sharat Filim. The Kabbalistic idea is why. Vura um, has to do with the five fingers of the left hand, etc., etc. Rabbeinu brings over there. But let's hop right into section 5. Now Rabban will just explain whenever a person elevates what we're just talking about how to elevate speech to the root, to its source. But once a person does this, Rabban will say, when a person elevates speech to its source, which is what the severities that we talked about, the five fingers of the left hand. And a person now begins to speak between him and his creator with the flame of Gura. With the fire of Gvura, with the torch of strength, severities. And he awakened himself to serve Hashem Yitbarach. So this is what Rabbi Amos is explaining. This, <laughs> the rectification of speech which is whenever a person ascends this speech and elevates his speech all the way up to Gvura, to the Gvurot, the five Gvurot. And then when a person does this, he should he should. And like immediately commences this Hidbodadut between him and Hashem. That he should speak to Hashem with this flame of, of with this passion in a sense, with this passion of Gura. Um, and awaken himself for, to, to do Avodat Hashem. Rabban was explaining that when a person elevates speech to its source, this is initially what happens. That a person is going to be inclined to do Hidbodadut with fire, etc., etc. So Rabban was explaining that Hidbodadut is part of the Tikkun here. And he's saying, when a person awakens himself to do Avodat Hashem Itbarach, then what happens? This light from the root of all these gvurot, of all these severities, enters him. Meaning, what's this, this light? This light is the heat of the heart, the fire of the heart. And look over there, Rabbeinu has an asterisk. This is the, the residue that exists within the heart of Ze'er Anpin. That enters As what we talked about earlier, that enters into this concept of the head of your speech is truth. Meaning the head of Malchut. Because what did he say speech is? Speech is Malchut. That we talked about earlier. We said Zot and Zot is Malchut, etc. So we see speech is Malchut. The head of Malchut. Meaning the, the residue within the heart of the Eranpin enters the head of the Rosh of Malchut, which now stands at the left um, arm. Because what did he say? Whenever you rectify Malchut, the Malchut is elevated up to the left arm, which is where the source of Malchut is, because he said Malchut is speech, and speech is the five motzahotapeh, and the five motzahotapeh are manifest on the five fingers of the left arm. So we see that the Malchut, which is the, the source of speech, which is the, the spiritual concept of speech, 
is elevated to the the left hand. Um, and what we're talking about here is whenever you rectify speech and you bring it up to its source, which is this left hand, then Malchut draws this 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 reshimu, this residue within the heart of Zehanpin. It brings it down to the head of Malchut. And this is why a person feels fire in his Ibodadut. Um, this flame of Gurav in his Ibodadut and he awakens himself to serve Hashem for he has rectified speech in a way. And now he's feeling that Chamimut, which is the the heart of Zeran, the Reshimu within the heart of Zeranpin, that's now get, getting drawn down to the head of Malchut, which is what speech. Rabbi was explaining Priyetz Chaim and uh, all the Sodot of the Kabbalah within within the manifestation of Yitbodadut and all the things that we practically do on a on a, on a daily basis. That's that's the beauty of Rabbi Be'emet. So may we uh, let's continue. For the root of all severities exists within the heart. As we see in My heart grew hot within me. In my meditation, a fire blazes, as it says over there. In my meditation, meaning within my within my speaking to Hashem, a fire is burning. Meaning what? Within there, within the heart, is the the root, the true root of truth, of speech. The true root of the truth that exists within the speech, because we said that what's the choicest part of the speech is the emet within the speech. That the root of this emet within the speech is in there, it's in the heart. Which is where the chamimut is. It says, The one who speaks truth within his heart. He who speaks truth within his heart. So we see that emet exists within the heart. The source of emet is within the heart. And now he begins to speak. This person is beginning to speak with the heat of the heart. What's the heat of the heart? The words of truth that exist within the heart. What's Rabban was saying? It's not about the passions one's feeling whenever he's speaking. No. It's about the way that a person's able to bring out that truth that exists within the heart, that consciousness, that that honesty that exists there that you're not able to tap into unless you rectify speech up to its source. And <clears throat> when a person speaks between him and his creator, does he bother do it? With these words of truth that exist within his heart, to awaken himself, to return to Hashem, and he sees his lowliness and the greatness of Hashem. Because until this point of doing tshuva and recognizing this consciousness of your farness, from, of your distancing from God, until this point right now, when you're releasing the heat of your heart, the truth of your heart, you almost threw your sins behind your shoulders, Rabbeinu says. You didn't look into them. You didn't, what we said at the beginning of the, of the lesson, you didn't examine your actions. But now that you know them, now what happens, what enters you? A great embarrassment over your great sins. Corresponding to the Rav V'Shalit Ikara V'Shorsha Dechonamin. Before the master, the ruler, the essence, and the root of all the world. Now you're feeling true embarrassment before the master of the universe, the ruler of all the world, the essence and the root of the, all the worlds, Hashem Bach. 
And Rabbeinu is explaining that this embarrassment that you're feeling right now is still not brought down um, in actuality. Yet. It hasn't been brought manifested yet in physicality. It's still in potential state. Meaning the busha is still within him. But it's not revealed on her face yet. As it says, It's in Tehidim. My face covered the shame. Meaning the face still has not yet revealed the shame yet. So Rabbanu is saying this is not the completion of the shame that you have to feel. This embarrassment is before the tshuva. Now that you're really doing, starting to do tshuva and you're starting to reveal the truth within your heart to see how far you are from Hashem, to recognize your loneliness and to recognize the greatness of Hashem. The it's only fitting for the busha, this embarrassment, this shame that you're feeling to be manifested upon your face. And it's known, you cannot compare a villager to a city dweller. A person who lives in the village versus the person who lives in the city. The more a person is closer to Hashem, the king, the greater his embarrassment is. Why? Because the villager rarely sees the king. But the city dweller always sees the king. That's the difference. So the greater you are closer to the king, the closer you are to the king, the greater your embarrassment. The greater you know of God's of the honor of the king, the more embarrassed you feel by the king, before the king. Before the tshuva, Rabbi is explaining, your knowledge of Hashem is still within katnut. It's constricted mentality. You're not, you haven't manifested. Your mentality of Hashem hasn't matured yet. You haven't grown it into a, a full understanding of how great God is. This is why your, your embarrassment, your shame is not manifested upon your face. Because your sins are closing up your mind and your knowledge. And through that, that spirit of foolishness that is still within you. Why? That it's in the Gemara over there that in the Gemara Sota that a person doesn't commit a sin unless a Ruach Shtut enters him. So what is Rabbeinu saying? The fact that the Ruach Shtut is still within you because why? You cannot commit a sin until you do, unless a Ruach Shtut enters you which means you still haven't done Shuvah yet so you're still full of this sin. Which means that you still have Ruach Shtut. And because of this Ruach Shtut within you, you don't know of Hashem. You cannot be aware of Hashem's greatness and still have Ruach Shtut within you. You're still clogged up by the Yetzirah. Your mind is still sealed up. You can't open up your mind to understand a little bit of Hashem's greatness until you remove yourself from this evil, from this Ruach Shtut. And what does Rabbeinu bring down over there? Look at the asterisks. And this is what, what we're talking about right now. <laughs> is a reference to what is brought in 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 um in the writing of the Kabbalah, I believe. That Ze'er Pin gets jealous of the Malchut and it takes for himself the Reshimu. Meaning the Reshimu which was then manifested or drawn down upon the Rosh of Malchut, the the, the Pin gets jealous of this, it wants it back. This is what we're talking about here. But afterward, when a person does tshuva and he removes from himself this tipshut, 
this foolishness, and you add upon yourself some intellect, you're starting to greaten your intellect, your mind, your greatness, your, your consciousness of Hashem. Then he becomes even more embarrassed. And then that busha gets revealed on his face. That busha azot who bechinat or hatfilin, and this embarrassment is this light of the tefillin. Now we tie it full circle. This embarrassment that you're feeling is the light of the tefillin. Shenit gal al panah bemitzvah that bemitzvah that is revealed on his face, specifically where on his forehead. Look at the asterisks over there. This is why through tefillin. You have a new, a new intellect. And the idea of a new intellect, a new mind, new mentalities is what we talked about in the first asterisk that I skipped over by accident at the beginning of section 4. Look over there. This idea of Mokhin Chadashim are born. Um, through a person studying Torah at night, he, uh, what do you call it? He's able to, and then once he studies at night, etc., etc., when it's very dark and he begins to pray also, that prayer then brings its meaning through the tefillah, through the limud that you study when it's dark for you. You create this preparation so, so that when you pray, the prayer is what allows to enter this new, this new mentality within to you. And that reshimud that exists within the aspect of Zeranpin, which then gets drawn down to the malchut, then gets manifested and leaves into the aspect of tefillin. But all of that is through the study of Torah at night, whenever a pers- it's dark for a person. And then through the prayer, the prayer manifests that Rashimu and gets drawn out onto the Tfilin. But what Rabban was explaining is how does a person wear Tfilin every single day? How does a person really wear Tfilin? What's the truth of Tfilin? What's the light of Tfilin? What's the significance of Tfilin? Because Rabban was not speaking just with Tfilin. How did the Avot put on Tfilin? How did Yaakov Avinu put on Tfilin? The aspect of these tzaddikim, who did, before even the mitzvah even committed, before the mitzvah even existed, how did Yaakov say, Im Lavan Gati, with Lavan, I, 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 I did the 630 mitzvot. He didn't even have tefillin yet. So how is he doing tefillin? Rabban was explaining the significance behind every mitzvah, meaning the root, the source behind every mitzvah. That you can put on tefillin through what? That you're literally wearing tefillin whenever you feel the shame, the busha before you have Hashem. When you have busha before Hashem, it's as if you're donning the tefillin. Because what's the light of tefillin? The light of tefillin is this pusha as Rabban just proved through the priya tzchayim and all this, this, this sequence that we just explained. So he's saying through that pusha, and we're still in the asterisks. Through that pusha, who that pusha now, which is the reshimu that is in the aspect of tefillin, that residue that comes out in the aspect of tefillin, this embarrassment that you're feeling before Hashem. Through that embarrassment, you will now pray and request forgiveness upon your sins. You'll ask Hashem for forgiveness for the sins that you did. Now we go back into the lesson. The main revelation of this embarrassment comes upon the forehead. It's revealed on the forehead. It says, It says in Yirmiyah, You had the metzach, the 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 forehead of a, of a prostitute. You refused to be ashamed. Meaning what? What we just explained. You didn't have the, the metzach yet. The metzach was somewhere else. And you had the metzach of, of a promiscuous woman. You didn't have the metzach of the tefillin. So what's Rabbanu explaining? This person didn't have the, the kli, 
or he didn't merit at all to, to feel that shame. This is why it says, you refuse to feel shame. Why? For the, the, the forehead you had, was not a forehead of Tzilin, it was a forehead of an Isha Zonach. And this is an explanation of what it says in Mishle. Then you will understand the, the fear of God. Tzilin represents the concept of the Ima over her son. Ima obviously being the Patsuf in relation to Bina, the Imla Binaticha. And what's Imla bin, and what did it say in Mishnah? Imla Binaticha. If you call to Bina, what's Im? It's put in the words M, which means mother. Meaning M la Binaticha. Call Bina M. Mother. Meaning Bina is the Ima. So we see here that if Bina is Ima, and we said that Ima is Tfilin, Tfilin is the Ima on her son, and we see that Tfilin is Bina. Through Bina, which is Tfilin, you understand the fear of God. This is the explanation. Then you will understand, meaning, meaning through that un greater understanding that you will now recognize the Creator. Through this, you will have fear of God. Meaning, through this greater understanding that you're now beginning to understand Hashem through that Bushad we talked about removing the Ruach Shtut, etc. Now you're coming to understand Hashem through that greater understanding now. You will begin to fear Hashem. What's fear? We know fear is tefillin. says in the that all the nations of the land will see that the name of Hashem is called upon you and they shall now fear from you. And they shall fear from you. Meaning what? Elu tefillin. It's in the Gemara Barachot that this is a reference to Tfilin, that the that other nations are going to be scared of us through what? When we wear our Tfilin. For fear is embarrassment. Now Rabbeinu is going to tie all of this together. Fear corresponds to embarrassment. It's in the Gemara. Nedarim. The fear of Hashem upon your faces. As brought in Shemot chapter 20 verse 20. Zabusha. The Gemara over there says this is a reference to embarrassment. Embarrassment is Yirat Hashem When it says Yirat Hashem, the fear of Hashem was upon your faces. This is a reference to embarrassment was upon your faces. Shehu Alpanim, which is revealed upon the face. This is when embarrassment is manifested upon and revealed upon the face. And meaning what? Tfilin. Through that understanding. When you come to understand Hashem, then, you'll be, then you're able to reveal that Tfilin. Tfilin being um, this aspect of this busha that you have. Shehi ima al-bera, which is the ima over her son. This is what it says The tefillin are called pe'er, splendor. You shall wear the splendor upon you. Your splendor you shall wear upon you. It says, and this is a reference to tefillin, and we know that splendor, pe'er, is the all it's the all encompassing aspect of all the colors. It encompasses all the colors. Pe'er. Pe'er is this term which encompasses all the colors, the supernal colors. For splendor, pride, is through the encompassment of all the colors. It says, Israel in whom you I take pride. Hashem says about Am Israel that He takes pride in us. Why? For Am Israel 
are encompassed from all the supernal colors. So we see here that Hashem takes pride in us. Why? And what is Am Yisrael? Am Yisrael is the only, it encompasses all the colors. Hashem takes pride in Yisrael, Yisrael, which encompasses all the colors. So we see that pride, or Pe'er, which is splendor, is the all-encompassing, uh, it encompasses all the colors. This we see. We see that when a person gets embarrassed, now Rabbeinu is explaining why this happens, but when a person gets embarrassed, his face turns into many different colors. He turns into many different colors. And with this we are able to understand. If a person has fear of heaven. Meaning embarrassment. After rectifying the sin. When we are able to see his face. Upon us. When we see this person's face. Who just did two hours of sin. Will fall upon us. Fear and busha embarrassment. Meaning. The people who are looking at this person's face, who just did tshuva, who now has the busha manifest on his face, those people looking at him will now have the da'at and the greatness of Hashem drawn upon them. They will understand the greatness of Hashem. The da'at arukim timtza, and you shall find the knowledge of God. Meaning, now you also, the person looking at this person's face, who did tshuva, you also, just by merely looking at a person who did tshuva, and his face, who has the shame manifest upon his face, just by looking at that face, you too will know the greatness of the Creator. Meaning you too will also have fear and you also have embarrassment. This is the aspect. We saw in the verse, and all the nations of the land shall see you and they shall fear from you. Meaning, when they see that we have tefillin, which is the aspect of busha, that busha is on our face, it's on our forehead. Then the other nations will also fear. Why? Because the busha is so strong that it's contagious to them too. That they shall also fear us and they shall fear Hashem and know Hashem. This is where we're going to stop today. Bizrat Hashem will continue um, the lesson. Um, the lesson to be continued, Bizrat Hashem. By the way, may we apply this and truly fear busha. Feel busha before Hashem. And. Uh, Apply the words of Rabbeinu, bit mimut, bezrat Hashem.